Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, mourners, to the Lucky Die in Kino. Previously, Arliss notices his assistant's strange accents, Iris takes part in a ritual gone wrong, and Gref is thrown out of Lathander's temple. Despite taking Aurora to Lathander's temple, Aurora did not choose to return with them. Instead, the remains of Kino Initiative Task Force 10 are stuck performing a difficult task for someone of questionable motive. What is a pixie of fate weaving? How charismatic is Jankiso? And can they trust their new associate? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die in Kino. anything either of you want to do on this long rest period that you have as long as you sleep a bit i'm okay yeah uh graf actually wants to catch uh ivers before Alice comes back uh have a little chat with him um so can we say yeah like seven and a half hours are up all is like on the cliffside pythoning away uh yes um Yes, where are you intending on having this conversation will depend on what I allow Arlos to do in the meantime. Um, I think Gref would pull... Oh, no. we. What's... So let's let's assume that Jan Kisso and their companion have left the premises. Yeah. So you have the run of the school, so to speak, and the bar. Okay, then Gref's uh, just going to do this in the bedroom, okay. uh, a barracks area. Bedroom. Thank you for rephrasing that. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, um, when Iris is like uh, waking up or getting ready, uh, Gref is probably like already sitting up straight and he doesn't have his armor on or anything like that. He just has his long jumps or whatever the hell he sleeps in. 
and he's kind of just like staring at his feet and when you finally sit up he like like looks you straight in the eyes and says, like, oh, uh, oh awake <laughs> that's good good morning <clears throat> good morning good morning we have a uh, quite the job ahead of us don't we yeah he doesn't look very excited <laughs> <laughs> no uh, I will have you guys note this is actually like uh, early evening because you guys got down here during the night and slept during the day. Point. Um, Griff just kind of like, um, like his eyes are kind of wandering around the area now and he's like, so um, there's something we need to, there's something I need to tell you. Something I need to ask you, maybe? Maybe. Um, <clears throat> so... So everything if, okay? Yeah, everything's far... Uh, depends on how you take the information. It really, really does depend on you this time. It's all on you. Um, <laughs> so... If... Okay, first, I want to start with this. If... I fall in battle. You are under no circumstances to bring me back. Uh, he nods at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I <clears throat> now um, there may be some things I've been keeping from you. And seeing Aaron go down um, kind of put things in order in my head. And uh, uh, I, I guess... Um, okay, so um, I currently have a magical effect on me, which I don't know how it's going to react when I die. He squints at you. <laughs> And Gref uh, like looks down at his feet, and you can see like he's staring at a, if I remember correctly, like a completely black ring that is on one of his toes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like, remember that um, magic yeah, ring that? I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um. So. Uh. That is not a gift from my mother. It's not a memo, memento to my father. I was given this by an half elf. Uh, when I, just after I had earned Orkin carved, and Graf kind of taps a sword that is sitting by his bedside. I have wrist nods as if he's following. <laughs> and this ring, uh, has a magical effect that allowed me to travel Kino uh, without problem. Travel Kino without a problem. What kind of problem? <sighs> okay, so when I started traveling, I did so because I wanted to learn to fight. And I quickly learned that I was woefully inexperienced for what I wanted to do. And I started traveling, and it turned out that everybody I met 
who had like crazy ideas about fighting, like 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 honor and and and, and morality during battle. Like it seemed like none of them had actually ever been on a battlefield. None of them had actually fought for for uh, for queen and country. Um, so I kept traveling and I kept traveling and then eventually I came to the orcs and they taught me. Um, I guess it's best if I just take the ring off. I don't know exactly how that's going to react, but let's let's just see. Just don't freak out on me. Graf uh, leans down and pulls the ring off his toe. Um, what do you see standing before you, bending down at where Graf's toe is? Is you see a you see a man who is very wiry. They've gotten muscles, but they haven't sacrificed speed and mobility. They're quite tall for a human, where they would have dark stubble where their hair is growing through. They have quite dark skin. Standing before you is a human. Oh, that happened a lot faster than I thought. Um, so I'm human? And I traveled to Kino to learn how to fight for war. You're not a Goliath. No, uh, never was. I met the Goliath for a short enough time to pick up their language, and then I kept traveling south. Uh, got to Silvanas, got into a scuffle on one of my first nights, and that's when I met Adnilov. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Adnilov does not know, um, and I don't intend to tell her. And I just kind of realized when I saw Aaron to go down that I have... I don't really care about the treaty and all that stuff. I'm just here to learn to fight. I I don't care what the fucking elves and dwarves and whatever people on your side made their arrangement did. I'm here to learn to fight. But I realized that if... If I died and the fact wore off, or if somebody picked the ring off, and I'm kind of accidentally kind of deeply ingrained in the whole political thing, um, that might look super bad for Discora and for humans specifically. And I don't want to cause Apella any more grief than I already have. I, I want to come back with good news. I don't want to bring her strategy. Sure. Okay. So if I die, just hide you. R- roll me into a hole, and don't take the ring off. I think if the ring's still doing anything, I don't know. Uh, okay, where where are you from? Uh, deep south, uh, way way south, a uh, little farming country. But not not Kino. Oh, no, no, Discora. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, Discora's uh, not as big as Kiano. Like, it's it's a lot longer. And we've divided ourselves by the old races and the new races. The old races and the young, more like it. And yeah, um, the humans are kind of fighting. Us humans are kind of fighting for our right to be a race that has space and towns and land. Hmm. And I intend to join in that war when I go back. That's why you're learning to fight. 
Yeah. I was useless. Got my ass kicked so many times in training. And uh, they looked down on me. She looked down on me. And I need to prove that I am worthy of being her guard. Hmm. Well, uh, thank you for letting me know. I'll make sure that everything is all right if anything does happen, but try not to, you know. Okay, so so this is not going to be a problem because I can fuck the right fuck off. Like, I can fuck off if this is a problem for you. It's not, I understand. No, no, Griff. You're, you're fine. Is that your name, actually? Yeah. That's okay. actually my name. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, Yanti aren't really involved in politics. We're monsters. And I don't think we exist over there. Not anymore, anyways. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Never heard of anything like you guys. If anything was, I was over actually... there, they would have taken care of that real quick. You could roll a history check. Me or him? Yeah. Hmm? You. Okay. Oh boy. History. Sixteen. Yeah, you've never heard of them. No. Uh, thanks for letting me roll that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um Gref, like slides the ring back on and goes back to his like Goliath form. And he like um straightens back out and goes, um by the way, um yeah, we don't have U and T over there. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention one very key detail. Sorry. I forgot to mention one very key detail um, about your transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, as you see him being human, you see that there are markings around one of his eyes from where a sword has been lunged into it and created some very obvious orcish markings. Um, so for those of you visioning Griffin, is Goliath thought he, he doesn't have those. It's why it's not on the art. Um, okay, I'm done. <laughs> wow. Very <good. laughs> Uh, also, how old was Gref? Is he like a different age? Oh, no, Gref uh, looks super young when he transforms. He's actually okay. 25 in human years. Okay. Um, uh, he's, been, he's been traveling since he was 20. Um, yeah, uh, Gref um, kind of straightens out, uh, straightens himself out and kind of looks at you and goes like, um, by the way, um, we don't have UNT over there. So, um, no, I'd imagine not. To me, you are just as weird as the tabaxi and the tieflings. <laughs> Great. Um. Uh, when I, when Adnolov tried to prepare me that you were UNT, I was not sure what I was expecting. And then you just walked in as a tabaxi and I was just like, okay. <laughs> and then you had like that tongue thing and it was just like, Okay, I'm gonna guess not all Tabaxi have that. So, um, yeah, if you want to know more about all that, I could uh, tell you. But um, not really. Definitely, but not really. Important. When time gives. Um, it's so early, guys. <laughs> I'm never up it's this early. What what Ivor says is he's woken up to this news. It is so early. 
grab. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I don't know how people can react, and I just I don't want to cause Discord unnecessary strife. I uh, I'm not really aligned to any politic in regards to that, so I don't really care. I will uh, I will try to hide it. Just be careful. At that point, you hear a knock on the door. <laughs> Got some food. Uh, oh, great. Oh. Uh, Come on in. Is it dried meat? Because we have dried meat. In. <laughs> At this point, I just want to check. Gref put the ring back on, right? Yes, I said I okay, put the fine. ring back on. <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll open the door and show my delightful meats that I've procured. Yes. During the course of this, uh, Travis has sent me information about what Arliss have been doing, um, and he has provided what looks like a plate of freshly caught chicken. Uh... Where'd you get chicken? This is food. Let's just eat. Let's not ask where things come from or how they're acquired. We should just enjoy them and make sure we cook them properly. I uh, take the first bite after making sure it's properly cooked. <laughs> where it came from isn't particularly important. Come on, we're we're on the run here. I thought you were Graf- bandit types or whatever. Mercenaries. Graf reaches down and like takes a piece. <laughs> And just goes like, you sound like those city folks who don't know where their food comes from. And he starts eating. Aulis spurks slightly at the irony of the situation as Gref takes a bite. Oh, man. I, I know what you mean, but I think perhaps... Never mind. Uh, dig in, friends. This is uh, a hearty meal for us. And I take a swig from my drink. <clears throat> which may or may not look like it came from somewhere else in this place. <laughs> Ivaris gives Graf a look like he's about to like ask a serious question and looks at um all all of them. <laughs> uh looks <laughs> uh looks over at Alice. Alice um, how far are you up the chain? Of, in particularly, which way? The assembly. I'm, well, I'm more aware and capable of making myself aware of your uh, initiative work. Your I assembly am work. Not as high up in the chain in the assembly as one might think. I'm not a leader in that capacity. I'm more of a, an informant. You give information, trade information, okay. No, no, not trade, give. I work for the assembly. Sure. That is where my heart is. That is where my soul is. My body is elsewhere. Was I a job for the assembly? Knowledge history? Sure. Let's see what I know. Huh. 17, I'll... Maybe no. He your looks name. so happy. <laughs> you had no idea about Ivaris at all. You barely even heard of him, if at all. You know, I uh it's not my area of expertise. It's not something I'm familiar with. 
I've never heard of you before we met. Hmm. Why? Your friend Millhook. Uh, your partner, your work, whatever, however you might know. What is her alias? What was it, V? <laughs> in actuality, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Gref's letter mm-hmm. that's uh, Princess Boo slash Amira sent to Gref, uh, she's referred to as the Pale Lady. The Pale Lady. She, uh, do you know if she ever had any old friends in uh, Shilvana? Uh do I even know who the pale lady is? No. That's not even in my backstory. Like, I've been looking through all the notes, and he's like, he's given me three different names, and I know nope. none of them. <laughs> nope. Uh, you should know Millhook. Uh, that should be in there. I will roll a history Somewhere. check, I guess. See what I... Yes, he's asking you a specific question. I'll fill in the rest of the details as we go. Yeah, four. A four. Okay. okay. Uh, yes, you would know that... Um, Millhook, or whatever name that they have assigned to her. Her being called the Pale Lady makes sense since she's a white tabaxi. Um, she is a paladin of Savras, or was, because Savras is dead. Um, she is the head of the Speakers, which is a part of the Assembly. Uh, she is basically your contact, like your big, I report to this boss kind of boss. I believe that would be a few uh, people as, above who I'd report to now, based on my notes. Um, yeah, basically you have all like the minions in between, but if you have to report something big, it goes straight to her because wasting time and sending through messages is very dangerous. Um, if it's something big and super important, like the stuff that you would have picked up from, that would go straight to Milhook without anyone in between. Hence why you got hold of someone just to get you to where you're going. Gotcha. Perfect. Um, um, as for Shilvana, uh, you know that she was based out of there for a while, um, but that's all that you really know. Yeah, I, I know she was based out of Shilvana, but that's that's really all I know. I mean, she'd been there at some point, but I, I don't know that she has friends who are still there. Fair enough. Uh, the only other thing you would know about Millhook is that she was outed recently as being Assembly. Um, you would have learned that through just your existence in being the initiative. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Gotcha. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Fair enough, then. You got the right house, though. Uh, that you know, if that is helpful for you at all. The right house? Uh, the speakers. Let's... Head of the speakers. Speakers. I uh, I look at him quizzically. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. We don't have to go into Do I know about these discussions. Uh, I, I guess I'm going to need you to make a very difficult history check if you want to know what he's talking about. There's a chance that you might no. have heard of it. Four five. What did you get? No, there's no way. <laughs> Would he not know this being part of the assembly for so long? Well, Aulus would, yeah. Aulus, Aulus has the information, well, I believe, but Ral's not a part of the assembly. Not, Ral's not either. 
I mean, you could because you've been boning assembly, but uh, I mean, she's hardly going to breathe that between. Oh God, yeah, Gref. Like that's not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna come a conversation again. I think Ivoris. Said uh, Raoul like twice. Um, oh, a bit. No, would like Ivoris not know about the speakers and all that kind of stuff? Uh, like, or is that kind of classified information? That's kind of super classified. Not okay. many people outside of the assembly know that they're broken into smaller houses or okay. into smaller groups. Okay, okay, okay. So it's a uh, everybody knows that the KGB exists, but nobody knows the divisions within the KGB. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're pretty spot on. So, I found something. Uh, there's a temple or entrance thing or something under the water, maybe, perhaps. I've set up a way for us to go after we've had some nice food. I think, uh, do, do any of you know how to breathe underwater or can hold your breath particularly well or have magics of any kind? <laughs> no to all of those. <laughs> but I can hold my breath for a very long time. That's useful. That's very useful. Uh, you could maybe go first. I figured out the direction to go. I just didn't. Uh, I didn't explore because my own uh, constitution underwater is not. I don't swim a lot. Let's just say that I. I've had maybe one or two lessons, but I really don't like swimming. <sighs> you know, I heard that drow were just generally bad at uh, at swimming. Let's is racist. There any truth to that? Uh, not all drow, no. It's just uh, doesn't come up as often as you might think. Yeah, yeah. For some of us. I mean, I'm okay in the water, but I can't. I'm kind of like average, you know? I don't have anything to help me out, really. Um, unless I can command the water. No, you cannot command the water. <laughs> Can I bless my lungs full of air? I, you've got to give me something a bit better than <laughs> that, I'm afraid. Um, Locate object uh, air. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just more a state of being. Would it just ping off all around you? Um, uh, Ivoris, what is your constitution? Uh, plus two. Fifteen. Okay. Um, I've forgotten the formula. <laughs> I got the same I as raw. So whatever raw's breath holding raw. stuff was. Well, uh, I suggest we have a look. Um, a creature can hold its breath for a number of minutes equal to one plus your con mod. Two. Two. <laughs> Okay. Is that enough? All right. So we have. um, Has anyone on a constitution of plus one? Him. Ollis. Okay. So you can hold your breath for two minutes. And then when out of breath, you can survive for a number of rounds equal to your con mod. And then you hit one. So two minutes plus one round. All right, uh, Ivoris, what did you say? You had the same as Raoul, right? Yeah, he has a plus two. two. All right, so you can do three minutes. Three three minutes plus two rounds. Okay, and Gref, what have you got? I got 16, so plus three. 
So you have four minutes. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I hate you so much. Uh, four minutes plus uh, three rounds. Um, so uh, if you guys go into the handouts section of Roll20, there should be something called Underwater Combat, and I have just updated it with your breathing Oh no. So all of you have 21 rounds until you're dead or zero HP and you basically start failing your death saves or you don't really but you're you're suffocating underwater. Iris you have 32 and Gref you have 43 rounds. I got this guys. <laughs> I can hold my breath for a very long time. <sighs> uh Iris gives a very uncertain look at um Alice <laughs> when Gref's Seems very confident. <laughs> All this shares it. Gref is full of confidence a lot of the time. <laughs> <clears throat> state of mind. He likes to think positive <laughs> when we go into things. All right. So what do you guys want to do? What's your plan? I finish eating. It's delicious. It is super delicious. It does taste... Really close to like eating wrap. <laughs> you think maybe it's chicken. <laughs> okay. I'm happy. Iris isn't uh, sure. It, it just. <laughs> Downing one. After we're done eating, Gruff just kind of goes like, okay, so. Um, uh, yeah, you, you tried looking into whatever cave system you found underneath the waterfall. Yeah, I, I set up a, a rope system and pitons. It'll be very easy to climb down. And then Ooh. there's water. And that's where yes. I kind of stopped. I figured out which way to go. And I can point you in the right direction. And then I'm going to follow you from a safe distance because I don't swim so well. Okay. Uh, problem for me. I can't see in the dark. You say that and you feel wiggling in your bag of stuff you feel this little weird dragonling kind of made out of metal just pop its head out and look up at you yes 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 I, i'll return you to the weird woman who likes machines but right now you we're having it a open real its world. mouth and it blasts you with lights <laughs> okay i'll we'll take you there as soon as we can just stop blinding me as i was saying i can't see in the dark. <laughs> it closes its mouth and it looks over at ivoris if a mechanical could look pleadingly <laughs> iris looks at it and like closes his eyes and nods like i know Yeah, uh, so I'm going to need, like, some kind of... Wait a minute. Yeah, I can use the bird. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, Griff. I don't have... I don't think I have a way of getting emergency air under there. So I have a shield, but I don't think that's going to, like, trap a lot of air. <laughs> Underneath it, it's kind of a flat, it's very small shield. Now, very importantly, mm. who took Auron's stuff? Uh, I think I took most of it. Like, I've got his bag of holding in my inventory. Okay, so I will... <laughs> One, I will show. We have everything except for the things that are physically attached and won't come off of his body without a screwdriver or mutilation. <laughs> Okay, or his clothes, which is good to know. Um, well, you have a bag of holding. I believe that can give you some air. Uh, 
I don't think that's part of its mechanics. Yeah, I think sure. you have to hold your breath if you're like put into a bag of holding because you can kill somebody <laughs> that way. <laughs> I think you can suffocate them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so one of you can hold or the the problem with not being able to see in the dark has been solved and has been solved permanently as after discussing with Arch yes that one is not determined by his intelligence modifier so that one stays forever Ooh. as a lantern of whatever it is oh really yes the one um yep so that's yours that's now in your inventory um do his notes still work does Baskin still have a note yes uh, it got to him uh, you're pretty sure um, cool. He can send me a message so yeah, if he can... needs help on an island. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I, okay, I just making this. sure. <laughs> um, I can so create light you... as well if we need it ever. I have dancing lights. Sorry. That's good. Uh, I think it's casting underwater would be the problem. <laughs> blub, blub. Yeah. Okay, so you have the problem of no lights. How are you going to solve the problem of air? Well... Griff could go down there and swim for about two minutes relatively safely. If he can find a place anywhere in between with air, then we're good, because that's as far as our little drow friend can go. Uh Uh-huh. And I can still make it back on two minutes. Okay. So I guess uh, the intention is... Yeah, Griff's just going to basically just go like, yeah, I'll, I'll... I'll go first, try to figure out, like, air pockets, the ways to go in in and about it, and I'll come back with the information. Um, hmm. um. But, okay, here's the thing, though. If we tie Uh a bag full of air and put it into the bag of holding, then we... (laughs) Then the the physics are okay, right? Do you have a holy (laughs) Ziploc? That's the problem here. Jed Kesso must have like bottles of air or something, right? <laughs> he could kiss Why? you underwater. <laughs> Why? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no on the shield thing providing enough air because um, yeah, it, my shield's no. pretty small. I don't have uh, a very big shield. It's not gonna work. Um, I mean, to be fair, the, the the underwater cave filled with water may not even be more than thirty seconds. Uh, you you until you try it, you don't know. And all of you would know there are other ways of making yourself breathe underwater. Those things exist. <laughs> hmm. Wow. They're expensive, but one of you has a fuck ton of money. So do I? Or you could owe favors. You know. It's, well, maybe we could try a potion shop or something. We're quite a far way away. It would take a trip up. You know, we could we could send him down first and just see how far it goes. That that could maybe just be a first step, and then based on how difficult this is, we can go back to get potions. It's up to you. Hi, again, time is kind of as the of the essence to some degree. Hmm. Well, let's try it and see if if we. Well, that's dangerous. But I don't see another way around it. We can go with them halfway. I'll go with them for, you know, 60 seconds or so. The issue with halfway is we don't know what halfway is. 60 seconds for me. About that. 
I, I, again, I can go like meta wise. I can go double his distance. The time you think you can hold your breath. Okay. <laughs> okay, Griff. <laughs> um. Yes. I get to go to uh, dungeon diving. Um, are the beans still working? Or are they? I don't, I don't yes, like the beans the, between you two work. I don't like the idea how, of splitting up. How about this? I'll go down there and start trying to work on the cave thing. And you guys go start looking for an alchemist. If I sent you a message like, hey, I found a pocket of air. Like maybe a minute, two minutes into the cave. You guys just come around. Otherwise you get the potion. And if you, and if something goes wrong, or there's something in the water, then oh, then you I'm super are going to need help. Yes. <laughs> so no. Well, what are you going to do? It's not like you're going to cast your magic underwater. I'm just going to hold my breath and try to swim fast. Fine. Let's go get potions then. I'll, uh, I'll wait here because my face is obviously recognizable. That would be a bad thing. Yes. Yes. We'll go get potions, then we'll be right back. Uh, and we're going to rush to town. Okay. You rush to town. You make your way up the stairs, the, the, the quickish way out, which is more than an hour or so. And you come to a town in the, uh, you know, um, probably late evening. All right. Uh, we're going to ask around for an alchemist shop, or if we happen to know one, then we're going to rush there. Uh, I don't think you would have seen one or known one. It has not been something you guys have gone to. Um, but asking around for an alchemist, um, they point you. Uh, they point you to a store which is on one side of the well, uh, not where the inn is, but on another side. Um, they point you over there and they say, "The problem is, it's it's sort of closed. Yeah, you need something in particular right now." Yeah, we're going spelunking underwater. <laughs> Oh, you want a water breathing? Well, well, you can always go ask one of the little, one of the little magic users if they cast water breathing on you. Fuck. <laughs> then we're gonna need to get the the dumbass. If if not, there's always like magic items you can go buy, which gives you that sort of thing. I know the curiosity shop is still open. To be fair, they also might have potions of water breathing. Yeah, but why didn't you say that get first? Another sort of like sorcerer, or wizard, Bye. or any of those sort of types. That I can't think you're wasting like, my time. Oh, I'm leaving. Goodbye. So far away. Walking away. <laughs> it's hard to hear you from so far away. <laughs> you dumbasses. <laughs> So, why would you guys like to go? You have a you have an alchemist the shop. Curiosity shop. <laughs> Don't call us the dumbasses. You're the one who pointed us towards the closed alchemist shop before you come point us towards the fucked curiosity shop. <laughs> what was I wanted to portray how many options you guys actually had. Um well, we're do- gonna do breaking and entering uh, if the guy didn't have any water breathing potions. Fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yes, the little curiosity shop is above the potion shop, um, and you can see this. Um, this <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. V. Wait, can I make that work? No. Um, <laughs> Okay, I've got it. 
you see this uh, sandy looking uh, tabaxi with like patches of like on their of white on their ears and a, a very pinkish nose um, wearing a very fine looking like tailored suit um, you know if they have like that really big like scarf on that you wear around the front and they're always like adjusting it and such like um, you see them like kind of like um, grooming their ears a little bit and you see them like putting the key into the shop that's above the potion shop which is the curiosity shop you're not closing are you Iris puts his hood up and kind of hides his pattern. Fair. Yeah, I'm just about to close up. Can I help you? I'm always open for whoever. If you're willing to buy, I'm willing to sell. (laughs) What is it you're looking for? I'm going to try to not do the S's. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I can take care of it if you want. We need to uh, be able to breathe underwater for a uh, bit of time. <laughs> All right. Come on in then. This is Sarsons. Welcome to Sarsons. I'm setting up a little chain here over in Kino. <laughs> what do you mean over here in Kino? <laughs> what does that mean? Nothing you need to worry about. Welcome to Sarsons. Um, what are you talking about, Griff? They put the key in and they turn the door. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Yeah, welcome to Sarsons. We're trying to set up a little uh, establishment, a little chain. Um, this is their second one. Uh, I'm not actually Sarson, but I'm one of their employees. Come, welcome to Sarsons, where everyone is treated to their finest. What can I be getting? Oh, you want water breathing. Right, let's see what we can rustle out the back, shall we? Um, as he walks into the store, you see him cast a, a kind of glamour on himself, and he's wearing this kind of like really big, like, loose shirt which has like uh, like blues and greens on it one may say it's some sort of Hawaiian shirt um, and he's wearing like really big like loose khaki shorts um, it's clearly an illusion you've seen him how he is outside but um, this is this is what you're presented with um, they bust off into the back and they, they come back with a few things like just the two of you alright okay let's see nope, uh, there's the third one he's just not here you just you can't go just too spelunking. That's dangerous. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong there. Right. Uh, well, I'm afraid I've only really got the two items. Uh, I've got this wonderful-looking cloak. Uh, it looks beautiful. It's uh, high-class uh, dinners if you're going to those sort of things or very intimidating. No, we're going underwater spelunking, I'm dude. I'm just saying it has two uses. No, it has literally one use, breathing no, no, underwater. It has two... Well, you really aren't into the showman thing, are you? I mean, Mm-mm. I'm trying to sell a fine no, product you're working on my salesman. Okay, so this cloak here <laughs> looks fantastic at dinner parties and it looks great if you're trying to intimidate someone. It has this nice, like, dark green, uh, sorry, it has this nice dark blue kind of, like, pearlescence to it. And if you wear it underwater and you use the command word, it allows you to breathe. And what's the command word? Breathe. And if you say it again, does that turn off? Yeah. So you ha- wait, can you say it underwater? Like once you're in the water, can you just go what, blah, 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 Yeah, you be able to speak underwater. I mean no one else but you will hear it, but you know you're saying it. 
And the cloak, of course. The cloak and, and, of course, yes. and, okay. and it just does the thing. This is out of character because the S is. And it just does the water breathing. It doesn't do anything else. It's just a pearlescent water breathing cloak. It's just a. It's it's uh, yes. It's okay. you say it's just a cloak, but it makes a key part of your distinguished brand. If you're going for that sort of thing, it could become a key part of your makeup. Hmm. Okay. And uh, for the other discerning gentlemen, I've got this cap of water breathing. It's a very similar thing. You use the command word. Breathe, and uh, a bubble will appear around your head, and you can breathe in that bubble until you use the command word, and that stops the bubble, and the water will come rushing back in. But I highly advise that you use it when you're in the air so you don't drown. Um, this is a very fetch- fetching. <laughs> This is a very fetching looking hat. It's uh it's a bowler hat with one of those uh like hawk feathers in it. Um little I can red see that. Why are you describing it? to me? I can what see it right here in my hands. Well, I might be describing it to someone of a far distance, okay? <laughs> Let's see an ocean away. <laughs> Uh, so I've got this bowler hat, uh, and that works as a cap of water breathing. Uh, I don't really have anything else that could do this. Uh, the potions guy downstairs might be able to send you a potion of water breathing, or you might be able to ask around, and a friendly mage type might be able to cast all herself or polymorph on you. How much are these? Well, this fetching pearlescent blue cloak of the manta ray will set you back 500 gold, and this cap of water breathing, ba- uh, water breathing will set you back 700 gold. How is that? Dumbass hat. I'm sorry, this hat looks very fetching. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it goes really well with my skin. I think it looks bloody brilliant on you. Hang on a minute. And he picks up and he, he goes on tiptoes and puts it on your head. It looks good. It looks all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's going to help me breathe. Well, you say the command word and it makes a bubble around your head. I just said the command word and didn't do it. Hmm. Well, in the air. We are all right, going friend. to check uh, the potions place. Uh, thank you. We... Uh, only He's not there right now. They are the uh, portion we'll, guys uh, okay. getting lashed. It's fine. We'll check around. Beth, I have an idea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hard to hear you from so far away. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Let's go talk to uh, the tabaxi, Iran's friend. She might have something. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, if that doesn't work, we're just robbing him, right? Do what? We're just robbing him. I hope you don't rob me. You are so far away. You did not hear that. <laughs> oh, really? We're like climbing into a sewer as we say this. <laughs> okay, okay. I think he probably... He said goodbye, so rude. <laughs> we said goodbye. We said so many goodbyes. What are you talking about? Reverse the tapes. <laughs> Neil, you better play back when you were shouting goodbye and you're so far away. Yeah, I did say the far away thing. <laughs> no! 
Yes, he did. Play the tape. Play the tape. Okay. It's hard to hear you from so far away. It was a callback. So. <laughs> You're just going to edit this into the right place, aren't you? you no, I, I legitimately said it. <laughs> Okay, you guys are climbing back into the sewer. You're going to go try and find Dalka? Mm-hmm. <sighs> she is at her forge. Um, you can see that there are – it's a lot more of a mess than the last time you were here. Um, there are pieces of construction apps. Are you also picking up uh, Arliss? That would take up extra, like, 30, 40 minutes, yeah, right? Yeah, we're seeing if she yeah, has, probably. like, a gadget we can borrow. Okay. This isn't like um, a, something we can share. Something you can share. We can By share the way, like one thing. Uh, the 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 cap. All I could think was like uh, like have the drow hanging on Gref's back and like shove his head into the bubble. <laughs> no, this is a personal bubble only. Get out of my bubble. Um, okay. Okay, you guys make your way over to Dolka's. Um, Dolka's, uh, her room, her smithy is a lot more broken apart. Um, things aren't as well constructed. They just seem in pieces. They're deconstructed all around her. Um, and she's going very hard at the forge, um, so much so that you guys can basically walk in there and she would barely notice you. Uh, Dolka. Clang, 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 clang. Uh, I was just going to go tap on her shoulder. Uh, she turns around, hammer raise. You can see it's uh, basically look kind of bright red. Um, she's been like hitting almost directly into the forge, seeing like uh, sparks fly and everything. She doesn't really seem to be doing anything other than letting out her frustrations. She's like, what? Uh, you all right? No. Of course I'm not bloody alright. Clang, clang. My only friend in the whole bloody world is dead. Of course I'm not bloody happy. Uh, what I do was... I get? I get his bloody arm delivered. And she points over and you can see Aron's arm just laying in the middle of the... Um, in the middle of a table. Oh, well, they didn't waste any time, huh? Iris kind of like sits down somewhere. Like, Gives me first thing this bloody morning. Two bloody total kids. Fucking idiots. Should have ripped them apart from me next... Whatever. I tried to bring him back. She spins on the spot and she kind of glares at you through her eye, which isn't kind of replaced by her looking glass. Well, you failed. He had already taken another offer. Bloody idiot. We need to complete what we started. And we need help. You started something else. I thought we wrapped all that shit up with those people. We set the explosion off. Canary and Cassis got off on their bloody merry way. Different people. And what do I get out of it this time? His hand. And his wings. She indicates the wings in the corner. Yeah. Consider it upfront payment. You know you didn't need to give you any of this. We did this because... You wanted something. You decided to send me pieces of my broken dead friend as payment. No. We sent it to you as a kind of a 
goodwill gesture from one professional to another. And now that we come to he you, he was your friend. And I don't want pieces of him in my workshop. He was my friend too. What am I going to do with them? <sighs> what do you want? You could have had the total kids bury him. What do you want? I don't know what you want to do what with do the dead. What do you want? Just what need do you want? To be able to breathe underwater. Something, anything to help us get from one place to another underwater. That's all. Can you make a persuasion check for me, please? Can I be assisting? No. I was assisting earlier. I'll rephrase this. If you were offering assistance, it would. Be, <laughs> I would bring back the fact I was going to make this a disadvantage. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I just wanted to be a straight round. Twenty-two. <sighs> I rolled an eleven. They're not. I, f- I fucking hate this. If I give you this, will you just fuck off and leave me alone? I will, but I'll also give you another option. She kind of like uh, leans back against the table, uh, not the forge, leans back against the table with a very open, hostile look at you, but she's listening. Many other cities can benefit from the work that you do, Oran's work, your work. Come to Shulvana and decorate their city, have it defended, help other cities. She looks down, bites her bottom note. Nah. Shit. Freeman's bluff is my home. All right, then. Uh, we'll be in Shulvana if you need anything. I don't really know what else to say uh, or do other than uh, I uh, am not thrilled about Oran either. As soon as you mention Oran's name, she turns away and starts fiddling under the desk. Um, you hear a pop of a drawer. Um, she <laughs> not even slid in, it just pops in and slides up. Um, and she pulls out this small beetle-looking thing. Um, it's constructed of bone and it's constructed of wood. Um, she has a look at it, turns it, and you can see there's a glint of a blue gem as she throws it at Gref. Graf tries to catch it. Yeah, you catch it, no problem. There you go. Now I'll do one of you. No, just leave. Thank you. Let's get out. And uh, she turns back to her forge. That acts as a water cloak of the mantery um, without the cloak bit. Um. You depress the little gem and you already feel like you can't breathe the air. Maybe perhaps water would help you. And you press the gem again um, and you can breathe normally. It's for one person. One person. So. Iris is very quietly and kind of solemnly making his way out. You can tell he doesn't really know how to handle these situations because he's (laughs) kind of got a lot of emotions happening with uh, partial guilt Every- and sadness and uh, not knowing what the fuck each of those things is and what he's feeling. <laughs> just bad. Yeah. He feels just bad is what Ivers knows. 
Yeah, he knows good feeling and bad feeling and no feeling. Um, okay, Alice, what were you doing whilst these guys are off on their merry adventure trying to find a way to breathe underwater? Alice was praying to Ilmener for aid. <clears throat> aid. Uh, also praying that he might have assistance locating a certain object uh, underwater. Um, uh, uh-huh. per- perhaps maybe even for a watery steed to be summoned uh, or any other... <laughs> Maybe even aura of purity to help them get through this difficult time of darkness, uh, you know, that they're about to endeavor. Basically, like, those are the names of the four spells which are in your text chat now that I've been praying for, uh, for one use of, perhaps today, on my way to try and, and I'll probably fail, and that's okay. And he says no, or doesn't even reply, because that's the way of I- I I would like you to roll uh, a religion for me, please. <laughs> Critical failure. Um, I was going to. I'm not allowed. Failed. I'm not allowed to. Uh... <laughs> okay, as you are upon bended knee, as you are praying to Ilmeter for help, guidance, and all that stuff, um, there is absolutely. No response. Um, you don't even get a prickling on the back of the neck like somebody's watching you. Um, the survival tactic you've used for many years, you don't feel a connection with Ilmata. You don't feel like you're suffering in any way. Um, to be fair, you probably don't even really feel quite penitent like you should be when you're praying to um, Ilmata. Nothing happens. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to punish you for that one, so <sighs> nothing bad happens. <laughs> It'll make her leaves you even more. <laughs> I'm already too he far takes down. the iconography. It'll make her die as you pray to him so bad. Blood falls yes. from the sky. Yeah, but then I'd have to change the timeline of which gods died, so I can't have him die yet. Um, <laughs> this boy is killing me. This boy is literally killing me. <sighs> you hear, like, it'll make her talk into his, like, torment here, but he's like... Ah, this one prayed so hard it killed me. Oh, oh, he's so funny. I Um, suffer. I suffer so hard, you have no idea. Um, That's not how Amirta sounds, by the way. I don't know how he's going to sound. Okay, yes, absolutely absolutely nothing nothing happens. Um, I tried anyway. Is there anything anything else you want to try doing? Um, I've already set up everything. Everything's prepared. Uh, okay. Kind of searching around to see if there's any gear astray that might be useful with any other time I might have. Would that be perception or survival or? Uh, yeah, perception, I guess. Sure, I'll do an eighteen for that. See if there's any useful. Gear. You're looking for something else to possibly help you. Yeah. Can I give you anything on an eighteen? And if not, that's fine. Yeah, I, I think I think simply just the area has been picked clean by all the the climbing gear and the makeshift pythons you made it. Um, yeah, you guys couldn't be any more prepared except maybe you make some more rope, which may be useful if like Gref is swimming ahead and he may be running out of air and you could pull him back up so you can breathe life back into him. Maybe uh, I I don't know. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, yeah, and then go back okay. to praying again. Okay, you go back to trying to pray and absolutely nothing happens. Um, and what are you two doing? Uh, Gref's gonna go flash his sign at the uh, his uh, badge at the the curious curio shop owner. Uh, okay. So basically- oh yes, you're part of the uh, okay. 
Yes, yes. Um, and we are... See, I want to say commandeering, but I'm pretty sure that means that we're taking it permanently, but that's not what's happening. Like, we'll return this later tonight. We just need it for this one really deep spelunking expedition. <laughs> I need you to roll a persuasion check. <laughs> how? 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 This is just the straight up goddamn truth. <laughs> No, of course, gonna roll like that. That's one. Ah, I don't. I mean, you guys are the Kino Initiative Task Force. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I mean, step up next to Gref and like cross my arms and like do the tongue thing and intimidate. I, yeah, <laughs> roll I? intimidate. See if can you guys help out? see if you can see if you can see if you can swing this. The other. Okay. It's the same plus as my persuasion, but I just want to make a different role because, uh, you know. That one sucks. 29. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, then, uh, Mr. Gref, Gref, Peace Bleeder, sir, yeah, uh, of course, I, I'll, uh, I'll get you both those uh, things. Right? I'll, I'll see if I can speak to the potion maker. I, I know where he's, he's uh, okay. Um, we don't need anything from the potion maker. Yeah, right, because... Gref just grabs the things out of his hands. <laughs> That's right, because you find everything here at Sarsons. Here you go. This hands everything over. Good job, you have Griff. commented. You <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, Griff. Yeah. Griff is convinced he's the hero on this day, but it is not. See me go? I beat it with words. You did it. You used good words, Griff. Good job. When you guys make your way back down, you find Alice doing what? Uh, being snarky, but also praying. <laughs> I've just been texting like pessimistic thoughts towards well, the entire time. Like, plus 20 XP. <laughs> Quest uh, this is a portion of double XP. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need that. You can't afford that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you, you come down, you find Arliss praying. Um, are you um, over by where the rope is? Are you by the waterfall? Are you in the bar? He's, he's near the water where the hole is going to be. Near the waterfall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's where you guys find them. Uh, with you, you have the scarab, which is basically the same as the cap of water breathing. You have a cap of water breathing, which is a really nice looking bowler hat. And you have the cloak of the manta ray, which essentially does the same thing. Quick question. How do you pray to Ilmater? Is it like on your knees, hands clasped together? Yeah. Uh, one, one knee up. Uh, kind of like kneeling with one knee down, standing directly in front of the waterfall so it could possibly be pushed in. I'm so confused. Is this the yoga pose? <laughs> Sounded like no, a he's yoga just... pose. He's uh, just kneeling. Kneeling like one, one knee. On one knee, yeah. one, one knee tied around, one knee okay. up. Yeah. Like... No, Gref uh, just kind of like walks up behind you and just plonks a hat on your head. My prayers are answered. Yes, Perhaps. indeed they were. You're welcome. My name is Griff. I was praying for a hat. This is delightful. What does it do? Uh, say breathe while underwater and it will let you breathe. In what language? Just breathe in common? Common. The, the, the language of the people. <laughs> I tried to do insight it. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inciting this. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> what are you inciting about this? 
Yeah, he's talking. He's talking about you know common language of the people. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> what else would he mean? Crazy. <laughs> I have no idea. Um. Uh, okay. Graf, uh, I'm assuming Graf just gonna grab the uh, cloak and you have the scarab, or other way around. I don't care. Doesn't matter. All right, I have the cloak. Okay. Okay. Are you guys climbing down? Yes. No yes. diving in the water from extreme heights? <sighs> no, um, as cool as that would be, it would suck to break our hands on the way down. Boo. <laughs> All right. We've had, uh, yeah. we just had a character death. I don't think that we need to <laughs> go jumping off cliffs. A character death from a, from a height? Yes, I understand. <laughs> um you guys climb down the carefully constructed rope, um, hammered into the wall, slashed, created. Um, are you taking any extra rope that you've created with you? Are you guys leaving any gear behind so you're a little easier going through the water? What is your plan here? I'll have, a, have a good setup. Because it's bulky. Okay. And my cape. And a lot of my clothes. Ivers gives, get, leaves a lot of his clothes behind because it's nice. And. I don't have people that clean that shit anymore. <laughs> They've all left. Oh, yeah, your prestidigitation <laughs> so, guy's gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get my clothes all wet. Okay, so Ivaris leaves all of his fancy stuff behind. Uh, are you still wearing your armor, or are you going to put it in a bag and put it on the other side? Ooh, I don't know what armor you're wearing. I'm going to... What, are just going to swim in your armor? Fuck it. You can swim underwater and breathe. It's fine. That's how yeah, I feel. I'll take yeah. all the cloth parts out and just wear the metal. So I wear, I'm wearing like what? Like a metal fucking tank top or something? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd you still want to wear some sort of cloth underneath your armor. I got like armor. pajama cloth underneath or if I like rolled up a bed okay, roll. You I've rolled up all... one of the cloths here from the beds that aren't going to be used anymore because everyone's leaving yeah. this place. Because. Of course. Okay, so you leave everything behind that you don't strictly need. Let's see. What do I don't have much, so Yeah, yeah so I, like I'm assuming you're probably taking well, you have to rapier. take your focus. Uh, well, yes, my focus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have no choice about that one. Yeah, uh, I don't have your eye else. patch, your armor, your so, weapons. I'll leave my okay. shield behind because okay. it's bulky. And strip down to the bare metal in my armor and take my rapier and that's it. And I don't okay, think Iris has anything else to begin with. Except his gold, which I'll hide. Does saltwater <laughs> affect uh, wooden polished breastplates of ironwood? Uh, I'm going to say you've probably had it like maybe maybe a little bit of lacquer worked in there, a little bit of wax worked in there. It'll probably be a fine for like maybe a ooh, ten minute. Ooh, what? Ooh, uh -oh. ooh, ooh. Does he uh -oh. float? What? Like a like a boat. Ah, uh, it's wood. Because of the wood. It's ironwood, though. Is he gonna have trouble swimming? Because wood floats. <laughs> I think it's funnier to say yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave all my armor and just strip down to like a really short pair of shorts, like a comically short pair of shorts, because I'm attractive and I can pull it off. And I'm just. You guys have... look at him and you're like, damn. <laughs> There sword. is a chiseled physique under there. Um, okay, comically short shorts. You're not taking your wood armor. No. I'm gonna hide he's it. got a speedo on because he knew he was going to have to swim. That's exactly right. <laughs> he bought a speedo and came <laughs> here. And it uh, 
Gross. <laughs> no. Are you taking weapons? He's all uh, clean shaven. He's got a cap on with some gl- little goggles. <laughs> Basically wearing... Hang on a minute. We have a drow. Picture a drow with like <laughs> very good looking drow wearing speedos, a beautifully cut trim white hair with a bowler hat with a hawk feather in it and a little red rose. <laughs> And he's carrying weapons? Just 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 the, the long sword at his hip that he never parts with. And uh yeah, I will leave the shield up, but uh and I'll take the holy symbol as well. Uh, but I don't know how that's gonna hang for me. Never mind. I can't think where I would put what's that. Your, what's your holy symbol? A filmeter, of course. What is it? What is it? Oh, well, it would normally just be like uh, a little set of hands, kind of like a keychain, but they've got like a wrap that Oh, keeps you them can together. hang that on the other side of your uh, of your speedos. <laughs> Can I hang it from the sword just so it's less awkward and there's not like dangling things between my legs? Dap it, Hang it from to the bottom fair. of the speedo, you fucking lunatic! Yes, you are going to cup your fine. balls with the hands of your god. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> okay, okay. Invader, take the wheels! Shoves the hands down his pants. <laughs> uh. Hands, it's your mate to have class. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll tie it to the sword, and that'll just be it. And I'll leave everything else very well hidden somewhere nearby the top. So we don't have any incidents. <sighs> I just have that. I took your armor away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also tie a rope to myself and to uh, okay. Gref. Okay. And I insist that if Gref gets stuck, we can pull and you know, I'll, I'll, we'll do like a chain. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to get stuck. Gref. Okay. <laughs> yes. What are you taking with me and what are you leaving behind? I'm taking all my shit with me. <laughs> I'm leaving my backpack full of food and extra clothes and shit like that behind. But like, I'm taking my armor, I'm taking my weapons. And like, for good measure, I'm going to be swimming with one dagger in hand ready to stab <laughs> jellyfishes. And uh, you're taking the uh, lamp, lantern of revealing? Yes, yes. Okay, all right. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, like he's getting undressed. And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Do, do you not Salt expect your. Do you expect to meet some resistance down there? Like, surely there are some, like, um, uh, guards, uh, like, uh, guards, uh, safeguards for your, your gods, um, whole thing. Prayer is all I need, friend. I smile. <sighs> Famous last words. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so if you have taken your armor off, if you have left anything behind, please mark on your character sheets. And for those of you who are taking your armor off, you need to mark that you've taken your armor off slash unequip it so that it ro- works on your roll 20 properly. Okay. I have a, I have a fucking... Um, yeah, you're taking holding. everything with you. You don't yeah, need to worry, man. I have a back of, back of holding. I'm just shoving everything in there. Okay. All right. Yeah, you could alternately oh, put everything in the bag of holding of it on the other can, side. Can I put his armor in my bag of holdings? <laughs> Do you tell him you have the bag of holding? Yes, clearly. Okay, there you go. Would you like to put your armor in his bag of holding? I'll put all my stuff in there for now. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, friend. Problem it's solved. Crap. Problem solved. I'm, I'm, you can put the shields in there too. Gross. All right. So you guys put all your extra shit in the bag of holding. I get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a way to break this bag of holding. Go, fuck this. Um... All right, you guys, having spent no gold, boo, um, <laughs> all managed to find ways of breathing underwater. You climb down the cliff. It takes a fair amount of time. It is a big cliff. 
and you guys dive beneath the waves and you all probably yell breathe in different uh, nuances uh, but y'all can breathe underwater one way or another either little bubbles appear around your head or you can just breathe water you guys dive down below the water level you go down a fair distance and you can see the opening that Arla saw before it's a super good thing that you guys got this because it's 35 rounds to get to air I could have made it. Yeah, you could have made it. Fuck, you could have made it. As you swim upwards, following this twisty, often very narrow um, waterway, it's a very narrow canal way, as you make your way up through this passage and your heads burst through um, and break the water, and some of you switch, hopefully, almost straight away to not having your water breathing on, you see before you a little landing pad uh, the cavern is quite small here but before you there are two large white doors that have been carved with a pair of hands and it's also been carved with the uh, the braids the bindings this is all just carved into the white um, they're obviously doors they're very big they're well over 12 feet tall maybe 15 something like that um, they're pretty wide. You see before you lots of skeletons of various creatures of various sentient races that have come up here. Either they've drowned and floated up, um, but a lot of them have old gear that has been destroyed by time or um, corroded by the salt of the water. This is what you see before you. It is dark and there are no lights except revealing and the fact that you guys can see in the dark. Boo. Can I look at the bodies? There are loads of them. What are you looking for in particular? Gross. Uh, Recent ones for marks of assembly or initiative and goodies. Oh. (laughs) Do you know (laughs) goodies? You know. All right. I need you to make an investigation check. Um, If anyone's looking for signs of... All right, if you're looking for goodies, I need investigation. If you're looking for um, how long these things have been dead, I'm going to need a survival check. And if anyone's looking for anything else, argue me a stat. I want to know how they died. That's that's the most important question that I have. Uh, Medicine or survival, I think. I already did a good survival. It's 23. I rolled a four. Oh, boy. Um, And what did you get for your survival, Travis? One. One. Excellent. I learned. Um, Natural one, so I still can't punish that. Um, You can't really tell how they died. You can just see there is a lot of dead, various sentient creatures around. Um, Gref, on your 23, the only one of any real use here in this room, um, you find that there are a lot of different sentient races from here in Kino. There are the drow, you can find a couple of gnomes, um, you find a couple of tabaxi skeletons, you even find one goliath. Um, As for gear, most of it has been rotted away. Most of it has been corroded down, except one very obviously magical piece. Um, It is a very small pin that looks a bit like a miniature rapier. And it, you have to attune to it. Um, yeah, Gref's gonna just pick it up, but just like turn it around, like 
Huh. Griff. Yes. Why are you picking up things? Remember the ring. <laughs> yeah, but that still has not like come back to hunt us. It is still just looming over our shoulder like a devil. Do we need more looming things, Griff? <laughs> at the moment. Have we had enough looming things to worry about? I'ma keep it. Okay. You can't All stop right, me. Keep it, whatever. Puts it in his pouch or pocket or whatever. You find that the most recent corpse is probably maybe more than a year. Um, like, there's really nothing to indicate that, you know, you can look around and see, oh, yeah, this is, like, super old, and this one's not super old. Like, there's nothing here that screams in the last few weeks, the last few days uh, sort of thing. Um, would you notice uh, – would you get it on the 23 – yeah, I got like a 23 or something. Yeah, that's what I'm going to give you. Like, the only thing I could give you would require a 25. So. I have mud in my eyes. Ah! <laughs> You're uh, not used to being able to see underwater <laughs> or breathe. Yeah, so that's what you guys find. It's just a big white door with a pair of hands carved into it along with the bindings. Um, you don't learn anything else from the corpses. I would have needed a higher check. Okay. So um, what do you guys want to do? He failed to determine what killed these people. Can Correct. I also try or can I get him to re-roll? Uh, I'll say that you can aid each other. So whichever one of you wants to take it can roll a, a, a roll a second check. Um, let me do it. Let me do it. You can, you can do it. Okay, I sure, you can do it with help. Looking then. underwater, <sighs> it's... He's still trying to get, like, the sort out of his eye. Uh, yeah, wait, did you want me to roll with advantage, or...? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um... <laughs> so, well, uh... I got a 13 and a 13, so 13? No. Uh, all right. Uh, bunch of dead people. All the races of the world. And... Of Kino. Yeah, it's our world. No Yontees. Okay, sure. Just about the other world. Uh, I'd be I... mad if there's Yontees, V. There's no Yontees. Good. No. And we're underwater still? Uh, no, you guys are, you've broken the surface. You're in air. Okay. You're in like a little landing area before, um, and the, the two doors are just ahead of you. I put my, the back of my hand to one of the door, to the doors. And just kind of like uh -huh. feel the the texture of the door and try and see if there's anything that might indicate there might be a trap on the door. Uh, from just touching it, you feel like a slight, I know, like a slight electrical charge, maybe. Um, and as you run your fingers over the carvings of the bindings, your your fingertips, like you pull them away and they're very... They're very sore, like you've like run your fingers over something that's too abrasive. Like you've run your fingers over sandpaper way too quickly. Mm. Um, it just it just doesn't Ow. feel right. But that feeling specifically of where the bindings are. Um, otherwise, it's just very smooth, polished stone, apart from where it's been uh, marked with the hands and the bindings. Something strange about this door. <sighs> is it magical, perhaps, with the knowledge arcana? Uh, you wouldn't need it. Yes, it is. Ah, okay. <laughs> there is something magical about this door. Uh, it hurts to touch the bindings, so please be careful. And uh, hmm, perhaps there's a riddle to this. Hmm. Well, every um, the the dead people are they kind of strewn around randomly, or are they all like facing away from the door? Are they all on their backs? Do they all share any kind of similarity? 
they don't share a lot of similarities. Some of them are just lying up against the wall. Some of them are propped up or like sitting up against the edge. A couple of them are, um, you would notice their wrists have been bound, but not with red cord. They're just bound with something. Um, unfortunately, your survival checks did get high enough to figure out what was going on there. Um, yeah, you figure that, you know, maybe some of them died here of old age. Some of them may have drowned or floated up to the surface. Uh, some of them were clearly dragged here against their will. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't really give you much more. You guys have already done a lot of survival checks. <laughs> a question. The the court itself, um, what does it look like? Is it a, uh, like, a, I don't know. I, first thing that comes to mind for me is Portuguese Man of War, because... Um, in my childhood, I touched one once stupidly, and it really hurt in a, <laughs> an interesting way. Uh, you talk about the bindings on the door or the bindings on the skeletal remains? The door specifically. Um, they're just like your – like if you put your – let's say you guys spend 10 minutes putting your armor and all your shit back on. Uh, it's the same iconography you have all over your shields and all over your, um, over your armor. Okay, and it's just etched into the door. Yes. Okay. Um, the only thing different about it is when you touch it, your fingers super hurt, or whatever part of your body you put against it is going to super hurt. Has he put on his armor yet? Uh, no, probably not. Not at this point. Please have some decency. Put on your armor. <laughs> oh, okay. I will take a few minutes then. Give me a moment. Okay. I do that. Uh, Guys, can have your shirts back too. Gruff's going to investigate the surroundings uh, and see if there's anything uh, that he might be missing, anything that we haven't caught on to yet. Okay, yeah, take an investigation check. 13? <laughs> nope. Yeah. You kind of look around. The only thing you really realize is that the, the ground is kind of a mixture between like gravel and sand. Um yeah, I mean, you guys don't have a lot of like in here, and especially those of your dark vision, it's real like black and white, maybe hints of blues. But that's about it. For you with your lantern of revealing, um, you can see that there are patches on the ground which may be slightly darker around where the corpses are. Yeah. Oh, uh, if you walk up towards the door, you'd see that, yeah, patches of the ground may be slightly darker, but you can't really pick up anything concrete. And the door, it's just. Uh standard wooden iron door it's a big white door of some sort of stone while everyone's been doing this i'm casting rituals okay what are you casting detect magic okay <laughs> you cast detect magic um you look at Griff. oh i need you to roll the arcana please right Oh, Nat 20 and V looks not happy. <laughs> I am okay with this. This is fine. This is okay. Now I just need to bring up the schools of magic. Real quick, oh shit, look on her face. As you look at the door, um, you notice it has a kind of purplish glow about exactly where the bindings are and only where the bindings are. Um, it's some sort of, uh, yeah, I'm going to say enchantment. you got a natural 20, so I'll just tell you what it does. Um, so you look at the doors um, and you see the magics that are on there. They kind of glow a purplish color, which are maybe transmutation, maybe abjuration, maybe some sort of illusion. I don't know. Um, 
As you look at it, you realize that you need to put something on it to open the door. This door will not open unless you put something into or onto those bindings. Hmm. It's a kind of lock spell. Okay, yeah, so you've seen the normal um, kind of transmutation magic stuff that's going on with Gref, but you now know what that is. Um, do you see anything on our penitent sufferer? Yes, maybe. I, I have magic on me? Oh, yeah, the sword's yeah, magical. Just... You look at his sword and it has some sort of enchantment magic on it. Um, this is this magic is chanted to do something very special. Um yeah, uh, nothing on your armor, nothing on your shield, I don't think. No, I've got mundane stuff through and through, just the sword. Yeah. Is the weird wood armor not magic? It's it's polished. I mean, it looks immaculate, but it's not. <laughs> it looks fucking great, but it's not magic. Oh, this is very cheap. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I may make it look enchanting, but I, I, I... Wow, is that armor enchanting? It's... <sighs> damn. <laughs> oh, Did like... it put a spell on you because you are glowing with enchantment? <laughs> You're oh, welcome. Okay. I uncast the spell forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, this is what you see. You see there's some sort of enchantment on his sword and you can also see that you need to put something on the bindings that are on the door for it to open. And it's abjuration magic because it's a lock. Okay. Uh... Ivorus, you you look like you've been uh, doing some sort of um, magical ritual thing there, staring at the door. And yeah, as as it ticks off, you can see that his eyes are basically looking from side to side, and they kind of glow different colors at different times. You uh, you okay there? Yeah, the door is not magical. The bindings around the door are the only thing magical. We need to put something on them. This is your god. What do you think? Uh, yeah, that, that sounds like it checks out. I use a, a knowledge religion real quick. Just I have an idea. I just want to make sure it's not a stupid one. <laughs> okay. Uh I'm thinking with a 12 in religion that perhaps <laughs> using the bindings from my own holy symbol to fit the space might work. On a 12, you know that he's the god of endurance and he's the god of pain and suffering. Hmm. Might have to be filled with blood or pain. This is my area of expertise and I am... The penitent sufferer. This is probably so. See, Yonti God. <laughs> Yonti. He's being sarcastic. He knows that's not. <laughs> I'll insight that. That's interesting. What, what about? A, uh, he's what about making the, a poor joke at his own expense. Didn't Didn't you already know that he's uh, something? Oh, jeez. Natural twenty. What well, did you get? With a natural twenty. Yes, you would. You would. You would figure that he's definitely some sort of you uh, You kind of had hints of that before. Uh, you know for sure now. Yeah, I think. Mm. We've talked, okay. Did we talk about it? I think. I think I we vaguely remember. brought it up. Um, yeah. yeah. He's he just making a joke at his own expense because, <laughs> I mean, with a nat twenty insight, he's referencing that Yanti gods are terrible, suffering and death. And- <laughs> Fair enough. I'll. Uh, yeah, I will take my gloves off and. We'll see what happens. 
for Elmeter, I put the hand on the uh, on the mark of suffering to see if I can. Uh, you put the icon on there. I put the icon and with my bare hand. And your bare hand. Yeah. Okay, I'd like you to roll a Constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> ah, that's going to be funny. 12. That's the best I can do. Wow. That's unfortunately not enough. I don't have aura yet, do I? I sure don't. You don't have what, sorry? An aura? The aura. I don't think so. Where the hell is the other dice? Ah, there we go. As you put your hands fully onto it, um, you notice your icon does absolutely nothing. But as you, oh geez, sorry. Um, as you place your hands onto your bare hands onto the bindings, your hands suddenly just won't move away. And as you try and pull, you guys can see that the white stone is slowly turning red as it leeches 16 health from your former maybe paladin or maybe your major. <laughs> yeah, you lose 16 health. Um as the blood fills up the bindings and turns them bright red, making the actual image of uh, Ilmeta simple, you hear a whirring and a click, and the doors begin to open inwards. Um, Ta-da! You solved my door puzzle. <laughs> You're so smart. I, <laughs> I was happy to assist and aid in this task of suffering. I put my glove back on. <laughs> Your hand is essentially raw. It's bright red from everywhere that it was touching the binding. So maybe your fingertips are saved. Maybe the bottom of your palm is saved. Um, but the, the etching of this binding is very, very visibly bright red on your hand. Um, it's oozing a bit. It's super gross. You wouldn't happen to be able to lay on hands, would you, before it scars? What are you? Are you not? <laughs> you can't heal. I told you, Ilmeter doesn't speak to me anymore. <sighs> How'd you do this? How'd you piss off your? <laughs> don't laugh at him. I don't was understand. A... Okay. It was a honest mistake. I think <sighs> he didn't tell me details. I'm just so confused. Just Neil is confused dead. about this. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll lay on hands when he says something about it. Ivers doesn't know how much, if people can heal or How cannot. much lay on hands do you give him? 10, 15. Okay. Oh, thank you. 15 health is given. Um, again, it's not like you are channeling Savras because he's gone, yo. Um, but you kind of do get a warm sensation from it. Uh, for Arliss, it's uh, your wounds, bright flash of white, and they are healed over, leaving no scars. And your perfectly unscarred body. Can I tell who is giving me powers? Can I feel it out? Is there something uh, happening that Sure, roll a roll a roll a religion for me. I always have to make sure I don't have advantage on because I accidentally do that like every time. Right. Twenty two. Damn. Yeah, you can feel like some of the other gods are stepping up. So people like Ogma will be stepping up and trying to give you some sort of aid. Um, people like Tyr would be stepping up to give you some sort of aid. And strangely enough, in this area, even Ilmater is stepping up to give you some help. <laughs> Every time you do this, you feel a slightly different combination of gods trying to help you out in your tasks. 
So cool. you could probably tell which ones are still alive by casting spells and, and all this yeah. divine stuff. So there you go. Okay. Oh, cool. What you see before you is a large circular room. It's about 50 foot diameter. No, let's say it's a 50 foot radius. Yes, because that's what I wrote down. It's a 50 foot radius circle room. There is a door opposite you and it's just your normal average looking wooden door, except that there's no handle. Omater hates doors, V. <laughs> no, V hates doors, V. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, stop it. I'm trying to explain. <laughs> On this ground, you can see that there is a circle in gold, um, maybe a foot, foot wide circle. In this circle, there is drawn a cross. It's very familiar to two of you because it's the same symbol that was carved on the alchemist stone. In each of the quadrants that this circle uh, with the cross in it makes, in each of the quadrants, there is a very tiny little rocking chair. And as you look up, you can see there is a semicircular depression exactly over the intersection in the center of this circle. It's about the size of a hand, you think, maybe. The curious thing, as you guys, I'm hoping, walk in. Mm-hmm. All yes. of you. Yeah. Fantastic. As you walk in and the door slowly closes behind you, as it closes, you realize it, it makes the room circular. It doesn't make a, a cross at the back, a flat at the back. It's a very, very circle type room. There are a couple of torches on the walls, but there are a series of tiny little, let's say like cupboard sized doors. They're not exactly like door doors, but maybe you'd put linen in this one or maybe you'd put fine china in that one. They're all around the room and they're all different colors. Um, they all have tiny little handles. What do you guys want to do? Uh, ask how long detect magic runs. Uh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. You see a variety of magics. You see divine magics. You see radiance. You see necrotic. You see enchantment. You see all these wonderfully horrible magic-y things. There you go. A lot of magic in here. Careful. How small are these rocking chairs? Because I'm picturing like really, really small. Uh, let's say they'd be too small for even a halfling. Okay. More like a, you know how you see those creepy little tiny rocking chairs and people have put like creepy looking <gasps> like puppets and stuff on them? Yeah, it's pretty small. They made Aron's little dragon a rocking chair. That's so cute. <laughs> Aaron's dragon is hiding in Crab's gear even he doesn't want to see this <laughs> he needs a rocking chair I'll uh, I'll start looking through cupboards I guess that's interesting or okay. follow Griff yeah uh, so the room's circular there's a cross on the ground and it, in each of the quadrants there's a small rocking chair correct on the ceiling, there was what? I couldn't picture that correctly. It's uh, so if you imagine, like, uh, hmm. imagine a sphere, yeah, and cut it in half. Okay, 
all right? And then put that to pre that kind of shape into the ceiling and remove that section from the ceiling. So like a, a bowl in the ceiling. Yeah, it's yeah, just concave. Yes, like concave. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. Okay. So it would it would be like that inside the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, the ceiling is let's say twelve feet up. All right. Uh, just gonna walk over and like pick up one of the rocking chairs. Which uh, let's say the one nearest to you. Mm -hmm. As you pick this up, I need you to make a Constitution saving <laughs> throw, please. <laughs> Boo. Come on, Ten. As you pick it up, there is a blinding flash of white light. And as you pick it up, your hands begin to... No, let's do the other thing. As you pick it up, a bolt of lightning hits your hand for 10 radiant damage. <laughs> Are you going to continue holding on to this? No, and... I dropped the fucking chair when it okay, like, fucking shocks me. Then you don't take another round of damage. Fuck! Ah! It, uh, as, it, as it bounces inside and it lands on its side and it, it's like you know not perfectly within its quadrant, you see it flip upright and begin to rock and waddle its way back to its position and stay stationary. Iris is All giving right. you a look like, are you done touching things? And then as soon as the chair starts like going back, I think everyone just like their heads just like follow it as it crawls back. <laughs> I'm hissing curses because I hate light, and there's the bright flash of like I got my my swimming goggles back on. Like oh. <laughs> swimming goggles. <laughs> How did he get mud in his eye? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot we weren't doing the swimming goggles. That was an aesthetic joke. <laughs> All right, so what do you guys want to do? Oh, you were looking into the cupboards. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first cupboard you come to, you open it and it's a, you know, as, as you open it, you see inside that it's just a small, tiny, square, white space. And there's a very tiny, let's call it what it is, a very tiny little doll with, and it's completely expressionless. There is no eyes drawn onto it. There's no carvings for a nose. It's just that poppet looking thing. And it has a pair of wings that have been sewn onto it in gold. Okay, so there's a white doll, and there's a white chair. White doll. And I assume there are other colors as well in other cupboards. So the cupboards and the doors are the ones that have a colors. The tiny quadrants, sorry, the quadrants on the ground don't have any colors, and nor do the rocking chairs. But yes, white doll, white door, white room. And that's the only cupboard, correct? Uh, nope, there are a bunch of them. There are five in total. Huh. I'll, I'll narrate and I'll I'll go through each cupboard as I open it and see if I see other dolls, perhaps, in the other cupboards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll narrate in a very, like, entertaining voice, like, inside cupboard number two. <laughs> okay, inside cupboard number two, which is a little distance around and it's a little bit further down, you come across a black door. This black door behind it has a very small black room. There is a tiny, again, just a completely poppet-shaped thing, except this poppet is uh, made of black material. Has nothing sewn onto it, nothing sewn into it. And 
on the back of the room written in red paint that looks like it's maybe like dripped a little it may not be red paint I may be lying if it's paint um you see the words I miss my friend okay As you make your way around to the next door, it is red. There is a tiny little red door and a tiny little red room, tiny little red square room. And it's a little high up. You have to go up on a little tippy toes to open it. Um, And as you do, you see inside that there is a red doll and it has little horns and it has a tail, which is like the pitch porky thing going on. Nothing written in this room. You come across a... Uh, which rooms did I do? White. I've done the white room. Black featureless. The red room. Red doll horn and tail. I did the black room with the completely expressionless looking thing with nothing sewn into it at all. You come across a blue door. Um, in this blue little tiny room you see that there is another completely featureless black doll. Sorry, you see a black doll, but it has sewn onto it all the bones um, and all the skeletal features um, that you would associate. And on the back, um, with the kind of like... uh, Yeah, on the back, you can see that there is, uh, with the black paint... No, doesn't matter. Um, At the back of the room, it just says, I miss my friend. Um... That's in the back of the blue door. Yep. Uh, back of the blue room. Blue door. Yeah, blue room, blue door. And then there is like the gold room, which has a small golden globe in it. Has a bunch of various lights floating around and it's covered in a crisscross pattern. Hmm. So we have a white room with a white doll, a black room with a featureless poppet saying, I miss my friend, a red doll with horns and a tail, a blue doll with a featureless bone features saying, I miss my friend, and a gold room with a small gold globe and some strange floating lights. Yes. We need to find out which dolls go with which dolls. They need their friends. Well, there's only four of them. Yeah. Two of of them them are friends. friends. And two of them probably hate each other. So we don't want to put the dolls together that aren't going to get along. I just put the dolls that are friends opposite each other and the other ones opposite each other. This is so right? cute. I'll let you try that, Gref. Are we just playing dolls? If this isn't the answer to the puzzle and we're just playing with dolls, B. <laughs> I have managed to waste your time as like this item begins to like, just open as it's... I'm still um, okay with totally. it. I'm still um, okay with it. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> my brilliant plan. No, my time wasting plan. Right. Um, oh, no. So, what is your plan? <laughs> what is it you're going to actually try? Uh, I thought, Gref, you were just going to grab two and put them opposite each other. Yeah, Gref's going to grab. Graf's yeah. gonna grab the two ones that say uh, "I miss my friend." Yes, and he's gonna. Um, do the chairs have any distinguishing features to them? Do none at all. The only thing that you've distinguished about it, if you pick the one up as you came in, it hit you with some sort of radiant energy. Okay, I'm gonna put the um, the white one. Did we have a white one? We do. You have a little angel-looking one, yeah, with wings. Yeah. I'm gonna plonk that one in the radiant. 
Uh-huh. And the white one, did that one have any sayings with it? That was the white one. I'm saying that one had the, I miss my friend? Nope. No. Then I'm going to grab the other one that doesn't have a, I miss my friend. Uh-huh. I'm going to plonk it in the chair opposite him. Are you doing this at the same time? Are you doing this separately? Are you standing in the quadrants? Those, are you chucking the dolls at each other? What's going both on? Both of those I'm dolls this. didn't need their friends, though. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, but, uh, yeah, okay. I'm take, picking up the white doll and I'm putting it in the chair. Period. Okay. Should we okay. pick up the... Should we see... Is my detect magic I just wanna, still no, going? Can v, I see the just, magic on that, the chair? Okay, you put the white doll with the angel wings in the chair that you picked up and hit you with Radiant Light. Yes. Okay, cool. The ground beneath it glows white. Great. Ta-da! You put the demony looking doll opposite. Mm-hmm. All right, you pop that down and that glows the, the same demony weird color that went with that one. See, see, Neil. Just if you, if you just don't talk and just wait for her to answer. <laughs> All right, wait for move it. Move on with our lives. <laughs> wait for it. There's so, what do you do? What here. do you do now? What do you do now? <laughs> wait for it. She's about to tell us that the floor blows up and we die because of what you've done. Um, <laughs> we've got two dolls left. Chairs have no distinguishing features. Are the um, uh, little closet, little cupboard doors, like, are they one per each quadrant or are they just random? No, they're different? completely randomly okay. all over the place. Different heights, different sizes, different uh, placements. The orb, what is significant about that? How does that fit in? Chuck it in the ceiling. Uh, I'm not sure about chucking it to the ceiling, but I, I, have a, I have a plan. I think it might work. I grab both of the dolls that are misused their friends. Uh-huh. I hold the one yeah. in each hand. And I make them hug. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you can have inspiration. <laughs> but that doesn't solve the puzzle. <laughs> we all know that hugs equal life here, but you get nothing for it other than inspiration. But yeah, nothing happens. It's, a, it's actually a all good right. idea. Graf's going to go for the golden closet. Mm-hmm. You said there was a um, golden spheroid in it? Yes, there's a golden sphere with lights inside. It seems to have crisscross patterns all over it. All right. Who's gonna, who am I going to lift up? And we're going to put it in the concave little divot in the ceiling. Not everybody at, everybody at once. Uh, he wants to be picked up by Graf. Um, <clears throat> that's fine, I guess. Arliss looks like he's uh, gesturing uh, with his hands that maybe he wanted it. No, 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 no. You, oh, you've got this. Oh. You've got this. I've, I've got I thought you didn't hand. want it. I've got a doll in each hand. I'm too busy. I thought you were gesturing that you didn't want it. I, I didn't want it. No, that was oh, a okay, cool. Sorry. Yeah. Iris shoves the golden orb in your hands and then like walks you to the middle and he's going to like lift you up. I think Gref is going to put the golden orb into Iris's hands mm-hmm. and then push Iris into the middle and Gref will lift him up to the ceiling. Yes. <laughs> okay. You definitely said Iris did all of that to himself. Oh. <laughs> do I do that to myself? Okay. So, no, you don't. Um, but you do get lifted in the air by a very strong Gref. I'm not going to make him roll a strength check, even though I thought it, I think it would be funny. Um, you lift him up into the air, and yeah, you can, as you place this golden orb anywhere near, like, the depression in the ceiling, it does, and kind of, like, suction straight up there. And as it does, and you guys, are from your elevated height, and you look down, you can see there's a crisscross, almost net-like pattern on the circle on the ground. What do you guys want to do now? What is that? Does, does the net on the floor have colors to them? Nope. It's a net? Uh, 
It looks like a net. On the it's not really a net, right? It's just like light. it looks like a net. Yeah, it's not like a. But um, a net appeared. No, um, it just okay. It creates the illusion of a net being on all of the dolls and all the quadrants, except the two ones that haven't been placed in their rocking chairs yet. I will. Right. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll try I, no. it. Nope, 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 nope. Uh-oh, nope. uh-oh. Aircraft picks up one of the dolls and gives it to Iris. And she's like, I got shocked by the chair. He got hurt by the door. It's your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So you put Thank both you, the dolls in the little chairs? I, I guess I switched the dolls out. Is that what you want me to do? Okay. No, the empty chairs. <laughs> As Iris puts the last doll into place... I need him to take two steps back. As the chairs slowly begin to rock in unison, and then they all turn and they face the door, the only other door in here, and you see all of them stand up and begin to walk their way out of the circle towards the door. You see them help each other basically stack up one on top of the other. So all four of them are standing one on top of the other in front of this door. And you see the very top one put his hand or put its hand against the door. And with a very small flash of light, they disappear and a handle is put in place. But you killed them? No, you reunited no, them. Did. What? <laughs> you reunited them. But they died. <laughs> They're not dead. What are you talking? Oh just I can't, Why I was can't. it sad? They're dolls. They're part of a magic. How? They're with their doll friends. You didn't kill like three cobalts when you summoned them. They just ran around being weird. <laughs> no, I didn't how do you not get how magic works? Did you? Was that why you were crying that one night? You thought you killed a bunch of cobalts? They're, what? <laughs> was I crying? No. Please say someone opens was the not. door. They're in doll heaven. It hurts so much. As you get to the door, I need you to push the handle down. Nothing happens. Uh, You hear a click and the door opens. Ahead of you, there is a long corridor. It's perhaps maybe 200 feet long, something like that. And there is nothing but darkness along it. You can see that there are tiles which are wide enough on the ground um you can maybe go to a breast at the most but the tiles are large enough that they are expand the length and the width sorry the width of this particular corridor yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna give you guys all right uh let us move on um gref you and me will take the front uh ivaris you take the watch our backs should have brought my shield you have your shield it's in the thing of holding I'll do it. Okay. There you go. Okay. (laughs) You have your shield. I'll pull my shield out, actually, just as a precautionary measure, and I'll start walking. Oh, yeah, that's going to make a difference to what's coming. Um, I hope it does. It gives me two more AC. As you make your way along this corridor... Are you guys looking up for anything? Are you checking anything? Are you doing a tap dance or a prayer to uh, your various deities? Are you wishing you were back home in Mama Grant's farm? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> Ideally, he died. I'm looking forward and whispering to Gref. So he didn't get hurt. Does that mean he goes again? <laughs> I would think so. And I'm looking straight forward. Who's walking in front? Are you making me walk in front? 
No, you're walking behind them, apparently. <laughs> okay, so we'll he'll do the next thing. Uh, let's, uh, we'll see what the next thing is. If it has something to do with snakes, we can always make him go first. But as you guys are approximately halfway along this corridor now, you, see you hear a click. And I need the two of you in the lead <laughs> to make a constitution saving throw. What is with these constitution saving throws? Const- I know they're the ones that you're weak to. <laughs> Nine. And also it's the god of suffering. Of course it's con. Like, come on. I've got a seven. Oh, so they were they were both... Oh, that was that's a natural one. I love that. That's super good. That makes me happy. Yeah, my con isn't bad. I've just been rolling like balls. That's a natural one. You still got a seven? Yeah. Oh, no. Means your con is good. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> that's I'm a, a natural fighter. One. I should have a good con. Either way, a seven like and a Goliath, nine. V. <laughs> I'm, uh, wait. With a seven and a nine. <laughs> As you both step onto the next tile about halfway along, about 100 feet along, you hear a click and the Taliron descends a foot. And as that happens, a fine mist shoots out from the walls, from the ceiling, and kind of envelops across your feet. And you both take 10 necrotic damage, and your maximum HP also drops by that amount. What do you want to do now? As you are talking about making Ibris do things first, walking in front of him and get Ibris can just stop. Like, he... Yeah, he, he just stop. like is blinking at you. <laughs> well, you all right? He's gonna try to like jump back when he sees the mist come out of the walls. Okay, Alice will jump forward. Okay, as you both jump forward and jump back, um, Ivorish, you can see that they both look really sickly. Um, like their eyes suddenly become very gaunt as this mist overtakes them. Um, the tile that you were on pops back up. There is one other very key... Th- Actually, I'm only going to allow uh, uh, Ivoris to see this because you two are kind of like blinded by the mist for a moment. Um, you notice that at the end of this 200-foot corridor and behind you, that the doors opened when the button was, when the tile was depressed. And as soon as they jumped off and this tile popped back up, those doors closed. Hmm. All right. You guys Avoid, that right. Avoid that step. Avoid that step. Well, that opened the doors behind us and in front of us. So we might need to. Uh, how much pressure? Uh, how much pressure do you think that would take? You guys stepped on it. Uh, a Goliath and a and a frown. Well, it worth? Did it trigger like as soon as you touched it? Could you feel it? Or did it take all of your weight? I don't know. What would you say? Uh, as, you, as you guys kind of like stepped on it and your, both your weights went upon it, it's when it kind of dropped. It took some considered weight. All right. Well, it looks like one of us will have to stand here and keep the door open. Um, okay, I don't have much to help out, but, uh, here, uh, you've got one minute. I'll hold the button down. What? What do you mean? Someone has to hold the button down. 
Surely we could just weigh it down with something. Well, why don't you continue down the hallway and check the door then? Okay. Stay here. Uh, Is the mist gone now? Yeah. All right. It was there for approximately one round. Graf's gonna like poke at the floor with his long sword from a bit of a distance away. Like, can I make the thing fall again without like putting my full body weight on it? Nah. All right, and then Graf's gonna do a little jump over what he assumes is the pressure plate. Sure, can you take an acrobatics for me, please? Or gonna an athletics, athletics if you're making a run. Yeah, there we go. Uh, 19, sure. of course. Yeah, yeah, fine. Uh, and he's gonna be on side with Ollis. Um, Ollis, mm-hmm. and yeah, okay. So you say you can give us a minute? Well, I can give us assistance for a minute, help on. A roll if you need it. Bless is all I can give you. Uh, Iris casts Bless. Okay. So for one minute, each of us has a d4 that we can add to an attack roll or saving throw. Hopefully, you know, the con saves. Uh, that's is all it, that I can uh, give anyone standing Is it a single use or does it just last for a minute? Uh, it just lasts for a minute. You can use it minute. again. Every Okay, every that's time. fine. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's super good. Cool. Wait, do you want me to stand on the thing again? No, that looked like you've already taken some of that. Yeah, but I'm assuming I am the I mo- think I have to take magic still, right? <laughs> so... Uh... Did we spend ten minutes in the puppet room? There was a lot of puppet <laughs> holding. There was a lot of puppet going on. I don't know. There was a lot of arguing going on, I'm going to say at this point uh, as well. Okay, yeah. well, I'm still assuming it's bad. Um... <laughs> yeah, you're right, it's bad. <laughs> well, I'm not, I don't have to, maybe I don't have to hold the button, but someone has to stay back and press it to let you in and out. Don't, don't touch it yet. Like, Graf's going to move forward, and this time he's being, like, kind of uh, cautious of the floor tiles, mm-hmm. and he's going to get all the way to the end of the hallway. Is he? Yes, he is. Um, also join. Make way towards, towards you being really cautious. <laughs> sorry. It amuses me more than you. I'm sorry. Um, you make your way towards the end of the corridor, and before you just see a stone slab. Graf's going to push on it. Cool. Nothing happens. All right. Uh, One minute. Does he even weigh enough to hold it down? Uh, surely. Beauty tabaxi people are heavy. You'd mm. be surprised. Are we? How much do I You're weigh? tall, at least. I'm a medium creature. All right. Yeah, we're tall, uh, but we're slender. I should look. Okay. Graf, Graf just calls out like, okay, step on it. I do. Punch it. You're stepping on it. Yes. Okay. Can you make a con save for me? My con roll was an 18. Okay, you stand on this and you get covered in the mist. Um, the doors at either end pop open. Um, are you two just going to run through the door? Uh, Gruff actually plans to like go in and see if he can like pin up the door somehow. I'll try to do the same. Are you just doing this with your st- your your bodies? I'm seeing what I can do. Like when I, I get just... into the room, is there anything on the other side that looks like a lever, some kind of a contraption to hold the door? Okay, if you're doing all these fancy looks, uh, he's going to have to roll another console. I'm sorry, it doesn't take me more than six seconds to do a quick ocular pat down of the wall. It is if you're about to go grab something. Uh, let me just let me just see what's in here. Putting a crowbar into the doorway to try and jam it. 
Okay, that's that's a dope. We have a crowbar. Oh, I of course you'd have a crowbar. Of course you'd have a crowbar. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, you look into the other room, and this is what you see. You see a circle-shaped door. You see a square-shaped door, and you see a triangle-shaped door. And above it, you see above these three doors, like in a kind of like a big rectangle. Um, above it all, you see the numbers three, one, four, one, five. I've never been to the crowbar. It always seemed like an Arakakra establishment. <laughs> you may have inspirations. <laughs> You're impending death. You have inspiration. Uh, okay, so Olus has put his crowbar in. Correct. Hey, That's what you so see when you look in the other room. <laughs> he looks more disappointed. I gave you inspiration, and that look is worth <laughs> yeah. everything to me. Uh, Oh, Graf, what are you gonna do? Graf is gonna grab uh, orkin carved and like jam it like in between or under the door. It's a magical sword; B- borderline can't be broken. That is true. So, are you just gonna put it in the door on the grounds, or like he's gonna put his body weight, uh, like to hold the door open, and he's gonna stab the like sword like in the. Um, uh, like point down into the stone where the door meets the floor. Okay. All right. So you, yeah. Okay. You're gonna. And just... I'm not vetching it underneath so it gets stuck forever and ever and ever. And crap. damn it! <laughs> no, I'm doing it like I'm using my strength to prop it up. Blah blah blah. Okay. Um. In that case, I'll I'll give you both a chance um Aulis, i'll allow you to make a strength check and gref you can make yours with advantage because you're using your sword your ten. magic unbreakable sword a 10 uh your crowbar is instantly like eaten up by the mechanisms as i guess ivaris is getting off or is he staying are you on? in the room now no they're in the doorway they're trying to hold it open for you from the inside. I'm All from right. the other from side. The inside, yeah. yeah I'll, oh, you're, I'll, you're in. Okay, you're in the other room. Yeah. I'm going to step off and let it close, but hopefully they stay on the other side. So and hopefully they keep the door open. For them. So yeah. what did Griff end up with? 22 inch strength roll. Well. Hopefully that saves my crowbar, but your, doesn't. Could you add your bless to that? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's I a mean, two, so 24. It's not technically a saving throw. It's also <laughs> or bless <an> attack go- <laughs> roll. Well, can it be a saving throw since I stepped off the button and all of a sudden it has to be? <gasps> it <laughs> all is right, closing. I'll allow it. Um, in that case, as as, as close as Damis to swearing. Yay, I, said it. It. I hate you so much. I feel so self-conscious saying that now. I you um yeah as close as stems to swearing uh, the trick was 25 uh yes you managed to wedge this open but ivaris has to run and as he's getting towards where you guys are like your sword begins to tremble and your strength is giving out um you know all this kind of like helps you prop this up just a little bit longer and as ivaris goes under i ask the obvious question as soon as i get to the door all right when we get on the other side how do we open it back up <laughs> that's a later problem <laughs> boom okay 
I like the idea, like, unlike Indiana Jones, he leaves his hat behind. You guys are, like, grabbing ivories. He's like, how about this company? No! (laughs) He's the equivalent of the Indiana's hat. Um, Okay. Yeah, you three are in this room. Um, Gref, you wouldn't be able to see anything if it wasn't for your uh, little doohickey man. So it's a square door, a triangle door, and what was the third one? Square, circle, and a triangle. Aha. So, what do you guys want to do? I have guesses uh, as to what we could do with this room, but they could result in us all getting hurt more than we already are. <laughs> I'm pretty no. hurt already. <laughs> Fucking gas took the wind out of me. Are there handles on the doors? Yeah. Okay. Just wooden doors, no colors, no weirdness of that. They all have little handles, except one is a circle, one is a square, and one is a triangle. And the numbers above in like a little rectangular box. Okay. Well, uh, I assume you don't know what this is. I. This isn't spoken of in the texts of Ilmenor, no. He doesn't have uh, the small room of dolls. All of his and, uh... trap. Yeah. <laughs> his dolls were fun. I liked them. Okay. And they're in doll um, heaven. They. <laughs> but yes, they went to doll heaven. <laughs> So Stop talking about Maybe they hand. went to doll hell. You never know. Oh, wait, you're supposed to make him feel better. Okay, yeah, yeah. Doll Squash is like hanging out in Cicero, and all of a sudden there's dolls. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, friends. I, I, I miss you. If you guys go get Squash as standing next to him in the spell of four dolls, stack one on top of the other, <laughs> almost as tall as him. <laughs> you're fucking shit. Um, anyway, yeah, this is the room you find yourselves in. Okay. What are y'all going to do? I think the triangle door is the first one we should go through. Okay. Well, it's... And you base this on what? So there are numbers. Numbers correlate to maybe the number of points in each. So a triangle could be a three, a square could be a four, a one could be a circle, because it only has one continuous point. So... Sides, yeah. If we uh, okay. oh, sides, that's even better. Yes, I like that instead of points. Um, so <laughs> theoretically, we could do triangle, circle, square, circle, and then both a square and the circle at the same time, and it would be like a dance sort of thing. And I'm kind of good at dancing, and I haven't told many people about that, but I was really excited about doing something in sequence with you guys. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, quick question: V is yeah. three one four one three or whatever the three one four one five. Is that the same or- order of numbers as the bookcases in the cap- catacombs? No. Okay. Just, just, just wondering. If no, no. I wouldn't. I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> How would that be smart? This thing has nothing to do with the catacombs. This is not even the temple to the same god. No, no, it's not. No. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm. I'm willing to uh, run run with this idea that you have. So yeah, let's first go through the triangle door. Okay. You open the door as you put your hand as you push down on the handle. Uh, you open it a small way, and you guys find yourself teleported back to where you were, except that the number three has lit up. You rinse and repeat your way through. 
the triangle, the circle, the square, the circle, and then the two at the same time. All his moonwalks on his way to each one. Because he's just like, yeah! (laughs) As you do this, as you do the last one, as you open them both together, the three of you find yourselves in a big white room. You look around you and you can't see the edges of this room. It's that really stereotypical bright white light that's just too much all around you. You see that standing before you is... Standing before you is a young boy. He's wearing robes of white. He is a young drow. Arliss, it's like looking into a younger mirror of yourself. Around the wrists are a red cord. And they see the three of you standing there and they bow deeply. What do you want to do? I bow back. Iris just watches. Same here. This is your god you're trying to save. Um, Mine's uh, we're, done. We're, we're here to... <laughs> you got this. We're here on Go behalf of... Ilmeter. To save the god. I can't just give these to anyone. Even if you are here to save the gods. I need to know that you embody... Ilmeter and everything he stands for. You wear the iconography, but that does not mean you are a true follower. You could follow many gods. I follow the one, and it is Ilmeter. His suffering has been an inspiration for my life, from childhood to present. Everything I do, while it's not necessarily in Ilmeter's name, I seek... I I see Ilmener as inspiration, and I truly do believe many of the things that I say. And though I'm not entirely honest with all, and I do pray sometimes for ways that are self-serving, so that others might outwardly think that I'm praying, I do truly, in my heart of hearts, believe Ilmener to be great and wish to serve in any capacity that I can, ideally. Have you ever taken the suffering of others? Uh, Yes, I have taken the suffering of others, uh, but I've caused suffering upon others for the means of the greater good, which I know is Mm. part of the problem here, I suspect. All three of you has caused suffering to others. Don't judge him based on us. I'm judging you all. You are all here seeking these bindings, and they lift their wrist. This one may be your spokesperson, but this is all of you. If he is not found worthy, I will ask you all these questions. And if none of you are worthy, then I will place you outside with the others. I, okay. <laughs> Ilmeter is in danger. Don't need to insight that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you don't need to. What the? F- <laughs> what did your sexy butt get us into this time? Stop it. Shh. <laughs> but in, in very seriousness, Ilmeter is in danger, and we're here to 
to save the guard. Of course. But I still cannot give this to anyone. What do we need to prove to you? Which one of you would be willing to suffer for your family? Gladly. I do every day. So my sister may live free. Your HP drops by ten. (coughs) As you feel a slashing across your back. And you feel a deep pain. Low. Below your stomach, just sort of above your pelvis. He grins. Which one of you... (laughs) would be willing to take the pain of your friends. Hollis raises his hand again. (sighs) Your HP drops by ten. You drop to one knee. And you feel a sharp pain in your back. And you feel a sharp pain in all of your bones. And you drop to one knee. Ivorish, you feel a little bit less unhappy. Which one of you would take the suffering of a stranger? Alice's arm is slowly rising. If no one stops him, it goes up. You two are assholes, by the way. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Iris is. Yeah, Iris should have done the friends one, but by ten, oh, can't do the strangers one. Is this a permanent? Yes. Uh, you trust me. Drop by ten. As you feel your nose as if it has been broken, as if you feel someone shoving hot pokers into your eyes, as if you feel the world's worst cough in the back of your throat and you can barely speak. By the way, guys, you're looking at him and he's just almost aging in front of you. His eyes are hollowed out and like turning bright red. You can see blood beginning to pour from his nose. Um okay, Yeah, he looks that's super enough. bad. That's enough. He's probably collapsed on the no. floor at this point. But I can't do. Yeah. I can't do some of these. Maybe I should have done the friends one. I could have done that one, but which what, what... one of you would be willing to take the suffering of an enemy? Alice is on the ground, <laughs> fingers twitching, <laughs> trying to raise his hand. <laughs> Graf's gonna like walk up and like grab your hand to push it down. Like, I shall suffer for my enemies as they suffer for me. You see them look at Aulus and his twitching fingers <laughs> as he was the first one to mention he was trying to do this. Don't. Aulus. I believe that maybe you're somewhere in single digits if I take 10 more hit points off of you. That is exactly one maximum of one hit point. (laughs) Excellent. I wanted you in single digits. I hoped and prayed for single digits. I really did. As you guys see deep gashes and wounds appearing on his chest, on his arms, across his throat, you see blood begin to pool beneath him. You see the bindings fly off of the smaller version of him wrap themselves around his wrists, snake their way into all of the wounds and heal them over. As Arlis, because you took every single one like a goddamn champ, all of your hit points are returned to you. 
you're back at maximum. Even the necrotic? Even the necrotic. As they look at you and they see these wounds being healed over as if being sewn back together by this thread, this red cord wraps itself around one of your wrists and you find yourself standing on your feet. You also find that the three of you are standing at the entrance to this temple. The boy is gone. The white room is gone. There is just the temple doors behind you. Open ajar and showing nothing inside but darkness. Princess, stop it. Quit. What are you doing? Hello, everyone. (laughs) Fuck, wrong accent. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Ibris here. I want to first of all thank our patrons who make these episodes possible. Thank you very much. Now, an issue that I've had lately is that we have far more listeners than we have reviews. Now, I don't want to have to force you to do this, but look into my eye. No, okay. Uh, Listen carefully. Um, We need you to go and review the show. Uh, Let us know what all the nice things that you like about the show are so that other people can find the show. Um, Your positive reviews on our show mean that other people might give us the chance that we feel like we deserve. If you feel like we deserve a chance, then that is a good way for you to let other people know, hey, come join our community, come and be a part of this great story. So thank you all so much. Please go leave a review wherever you listen to the show. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I haven't done this accent in a while. Uh, We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. slash whatever it is you're doing um as long as you've slept at least some of it i'm i'm good to count this as a long rest so is there anything either of you want to do graf wants to actually catch iris uh before um oh travis could you give you uh put your name again on your profile sorry uh, uh, what is it mm, don't tell me no i didn't hear it hold on mm, Alice. Alice, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I remembered it because of that song. All is... What's that song? Dude. It's a Christmas song. Sorry, I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> ah, podcast over. Silent Night. <laughs> Best. That's a common huh? song. Silent Night is a common song. Silent when do they go all is yeah. in Silent Night? Let me read the lyrics to Silent Night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Silent Night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Ah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. Subliminal Christian messaging. <laughs> <laughs> a good Christian uh, blooper for you guys. <laughs> uh... Travis is clutching his yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> we killed the DM. She's just, she's, she's gone. There's video of her, but she's like at the bottom of the video, face down. She's done. Okay. All right. I'm going to set that back up again. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I'm going to 
to reserve this one. Um, okay. So is there anything either of you want to do on this long rest period that you have? As long as you sleep a bit, I'm okay. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.